one of the Luke and Sodi book, hymns 526, 578, 560, and 533. The following servants you received on the way in, beginning on page 3, with confession and absolution, followed by sharing the peace and the procession of things. Let us rise. May the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, God is faithful and just, will forgive our sins and cleanse us from all our righteousness. Let us be able to see it in confession of sins.
Fasting like yours this day will not make your voice be heard on time. 
a day for a person to humble themselves. Is it to bow down their head like a reed, and to spread sackcloth and ashes under them? Will you call this a fast and a day acceptable for the Lord? Is not this the fast that I choose? To loose the balance of wickedness, to undo the straps of the yoke, to let the oppressed go free, and to break every yoke? Is it not to share your bread with the hungry? and bring the homeless poor into your house? When you see the naked, you cover them, and not to hide yourself from your own flesh. Then shall your light break forth like the dawn, and your healing shall spring up speedily. Your righteousness shall go before you, the glory of the Lord shall be your rear guard. Then you shall call, and the Lord will answer. You shall cry, and he will say, Here I am. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Thank you. 
that your faith might not rest in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Yet among you mature, Although it is not the wisdom of this age or of the rulers of this age who are doomed to pass away, but we impart a secret and hidden, hidden wisdom of God, which God decreed before the ages for our glory. None of the rulers of this age understood this, for if they had, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. But as it is written, what no eye has seen, nor who has heard, nor the heart of man imagine what God has prepared for those who love him. These things God has revealed to us through the Spirit. For the Spirit searches everything, even the depths of God. For who knows a person's thoughts except the Spirit of that person which is in him? So also no one comprehends the thoughts of God except the Spirit of God. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, that we might understand the things freely given to us by God. And we impart this in words not taught by human wisdom, but taught by the spirit, interpreting spiritual truths to those who are spiritual. The natural person does not accept the things of the spirit of God, for they are folly to and he is not able to understand them because they are spiritually discerned. The spiritual person judges all things, but is himself to be judged by no one else. For who has understood the mind of the Lord so as to instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. The word of the Lord. We rise for the singing of the Alleluia verse.
turns out for what? What does burnout mean to them to you? Like, I can just be more involved. You know what I mean? Or this way makes it be better, right? And what happens when you're in a dark room? And someone is like, oh, you know, what happens? Yeah, how do you feel? Continue with the sermon hymn, Thy Strong Word, on page 10 and 11.
In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. Do you believe Jesus? Do you believe what Jesus says about you? Matthew 4 begins with Jesus down at the Jordan River near Jericho after his baptism. He's led by the Spirit into the wilderness for 40 days of fasting and then to be tempted by the devil. Afterwards, Jesus learns that John the Baptist has been arrested and Jesus leaves the Jordan and heads north to Galilee through Nazareth up to Capernaum by the sea. There, in Galilee of the Gentiles, the light dawns. Jesus begins to preach, saying, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. The reign and rule of God is at hand in Jesus himself. He is the Christ. He is the King. Along the shores of the Sea of Galilee at Capernaum, Jesus calls four fishermen to leave their nets and follow him. And Andrew and Peter, James and John follow Jesus. And he went throughout all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues and proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom and healing every disease and every affliction among the people. So his fame spread throughout all Syria, and they brought him all the sick, those afflicted with various diseases and pains, those oppressed by demons, those having seizures and paralytics, and he healed them. And great crowds followed him from Galilee and the Decapolis, and from Jerusalem and Judea, and from beyond the Jordan. The great crowds now following Jesus are too big for the synagogues. And it must make it difficult to navigate in the tight confines of Capernaum or other cities. And so, in order to teach, Jesus goes up on a hillside and he sits down. And the four fishermen and the others follow and they come to him and Jesus begins to teach. Jesus teaches with authority. And his teaching is earth-shattering. Jesus declares, those who are spiritually weak are blessed for eternity. Those who mourn are blessed. Those who are lowly, those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, those who are merciful, those who seek the true God, those who make peace, those who are persecuted, are blessed. Jesus declares that those who struggle because of faith in Jesus are blessed with a blessing for eternity. Those who are poor in spirit mourn all the trouble in the world. The powerless are desperate for things to be made right. This is the status and attitude of those who follow Jesus. You are weak, the world is evil, and you want things to be better. Jesus says this is who you are as one of his followers. The Beatitudes here are the doorway to be able to grasp the rest of the Sermon on the Mount, which shows you how to live as a follower of Jesus. 
Jesus is giving radical teaching. And he reiterates this in a condensed form in Matthew 16. Then Jesus told his disciples, If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever would save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. For what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and forfeits his soul? Or what shall a man give in return for his soul? Deny yourself. Advertisers will never tell you to deny yourself. Deny yourself and take up your cross is not a message you get from the world. Jesus is teaching a new way to live, in love. The nine Beatitudes are the doorway to the Sermon on the Mount where Jesus teaches a radical way to live in your new identity as a disciple of Jesus, born again in water and the Spirit. Jesus declares, you are the salt of the earth. And the way Jesus says this in Greek is emphatic. It's more like, you, my disciples, you and not others, are the salt of the earth. You are that which salts the earth. But if that salt has become tasteless, by what means will the earth be salted? If you lose your saltiness, who will salt the earth? Jesus declares that you, his followers, are the ones to salt the earth. You bring flavor to a bland, joyless world. You preserve in an evil, rotting world. You are the antidote for rottenness. You make the world a better place. You are that which gives light to the world. Let your light shine before others. Now this may sound a bit strange from Jesus. Letting your light shine before others sounds like you're showing off how good you are, but letting your light shine is not about bringing glory to you. Jesus says, in the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. This is a radical new approach to life. People may think, well, maybe Jesus is canceling the law. Maybe Jesus is getting rid of all the laws. And now you can live however you want to live. And indeed, through his sacrificial death and resurrection, Jesus cancels the condemnation of the law. But he calls you, the salt and light of the world, to live as followers of Jesus. You can do what you want. What do you want to do as a Christian? In his sermon there on the hillside, Jesus gives new enhanced instructions for how to live. Not just live by the letter of the law, but also the spirit of the law. Jesus teaches that you are to live not with the law as a fence to keep you just outside the world of sin, but you live with love as the center of your life 
so you don't test the limits of the law. Jesus teaches you how to live as a redeemed child of God. This is how you are salt and light to the world. This is how you live your ordinary life in an extraordinary way to salt the earth and bring light to the world. Live by the spirit of the law, not just the letter of the law. Not only do not murder, do not get angry with your neighbor. Not only do not commit adultery, do not think lustful thoughts. Do not get divorced for any and every reason. Do not take oaths. Just tell the truth. Let your yes be yes and your no be no. Do not retaliate. Go the extra mile. Love your enemies. Pray for those who persecute you. Love those who don't love you. Do not make a show of your righteousness in order to impress others. So give in secret. Pray in secret. Fast in secret. Serve God and not money. Trust that God will provide and don't worry about food and clothing. Don't make yourself a judge of others. Worry about your own sins first. Do not worry about the speck in your brother's eye while you have a log in your own eye. Ask God for what you need. Treat others like you want to be treated. Beware of false teachers. Build your faith on the rock of Jesus. This is how you are salt and light in the world. This is how you live your ordinary life in an extraordinary way. You do the things that you have been given to do and you make the world a better place because you as a follower of Jesus are salt and light. You fight rottenness and darkness by living out your identity in Christ. Jesus' teaching is radically authoritative because He's not telling you what someone else has told him. Jesus has no footnotes from other sources. Jesus teaches from his own authority. He is God in flesh. He is the Christ. He is the Lamb of God ready to sacrifice himself on the cross to save you. This call to be salt and light is a difficult message. Because Jesus doesn't promise an easy life. He doesn't promise a successful life. He promises you a blessed life, even in your struggles. He promises a blessed life for eternity. He promises you eternal life with him. For now he tells you who you are as a follower of Jesus. You are the salt of the earth. You are the light of the world. This is who you are. Believe Jesus. Amen. And now may the peace of God, the peace that is beyond understanding, 
Keep your hearts and minds in true faith until our Lord returns in glory. Amen. We rise to confess our faith in the words of the Nicene Creed. Give them the 
delight in his testimonies as much as in all riches. Let us pray to the Lord.
thanks to you, Holy Lord, Almighty Father, everlasting God, through Jesus Christ our Lord, for what has been hidden from before the foundation of the world, you have made known to the nations in your Son. In him, being found the substance of our mortal nature, you have manifested the fullness of your glory. Therefore, with angels and archangels, and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify your glorious name, and we will praise you and say,